Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast hosted by me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm excited to share my guest with you. His name is Nick Deliani. He is Director of Retail at Zovis North America. Nick is a multifaceted executive leader with 15 years of experience in marketing, sales, and creative. His experience expands across technology, apparel, and footwear with brands that include Brookstone, New Balance, and Spiro. He has a proven track record of driving revenue through business development, branding, and customer journey experiences. And he has successfully developed go-to-market and product marketing with global retailers that have led to millions of dollars in sales revenue. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what's in his mind about the future in retail and also learn a little bit more about Zovis and the consumer experience. So Nick, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me on, Melissa. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, that was a super high-level introduction to you and um, all of your achievements, but I'd love to dive in a little deeper with our audience before we get into the nitty-gritty of our conversation. Tell, tell us a little bit more about Zovis. Yeah, so at Zovis, what we really create is uh, hardware that's for people counting, right? So the hardware is being used to evaluate individuals, you know, from simple things like occupancy, all the way to customer journey to understanding the individual in the space and where they're in the space, how long they're spending in the space. Um, so it could be a very simple use case or a very complex use case. Um, but what we do at Zovis is we create, you know, top-notch hardware, but then also the ability for other organizations to take in that analytics and be able to provide unique dashboards to retailers that really help understand more around the customer experience, more around the customer journey, more around customer features that might be things that are, are you know, uh, relevant to retailers. So that is a big conversation when it comes to in integrating technology into the space, like, um, what what is what are the the brands or retailers working with you like what are the requirements to get up and running you know for for our product right it, it's rather simple right it, it's really just a connection uh ethernet cable connection right and in install into the ceiling um but what, what really a retailer is looking for is to bring in a hardware analytics solution that can tell them you know the the e-commerce metrics that they get from e-com right they want to mm -hmm. understand some of those metrics are more of that data in a brick and mortar space, right? So, so things like, you know, what is the gender? How long is somebody spending in this area? What merchandise are they touching upon? How long are they in a line queue? How are they navigating the space? Are they in the produce section for, you know, 10 minutes? You know, do we want to make it five minutes? Do we even need a produce uh, section, right? So, so these are kind of all the things that, that they're really after. Um, and retailers really use us for a wide variety of different things, right? Um, how do they make their brick and mortar experience much better? How does their staff interact with customers? Um, how do they understand how many customers are in at peak times? So these are kind of all different data points that they are looking for. And our, our product is able to provide that to them um, in a variety of different ways. Let's go break down a little bit of that variety of different ways. Okay. Do you have um, some just kind of high-level case study examples that you can share with the audience? Yeah, so, so we're really working with a, a number of different retailers in the U.S. Um, and we're thousands and thousands of doors. But, you know, one that I really enjoy is we're working with a sporting goods company and we have a full coverage solution uh, within that space. Um, and it's really understanding uh, when I actually let me take a step back. Full coverage is having sensors that stitch over the whole entire space. So you're able to see with our, our 
sensors the whole space. So why is that important, right? So when you walk through the door, I can understand that you've walked from point A to point B to point C, right? So that may be, hey, Melissa loves tennis, right? So Melissa walks mm -hmm. in, does a beeline right for the, the tennis rackets. She spends some time in the tennis rackets. Maybe she walks away with a tennis racket. And then she walks through the store and she says, sees apparel, right? And she says, oh, wow, that'd be nice for me to have you know, a tennis skirt or something along those lines, right? So then she stops and spends time in the apparel section and then she goes to the register and we understand that she, you know, purchases something or doesn't purchase something and then she walks out. But we know the experience, right, that, that she's had there, right? And how many times is that experience replicated or how many times mm -hmm. do people go to that, um, you know, tennis shop or the apparel shop? And then, you know, what does that dictate from a merchandising perspective, a marketing perspective, a staffing perspective, um, or even, you know, staffing at a cash wrap, right? Because maybe you have more purchases at a certain time. So um, that's a more unique, you know, use case, right, of, of covering the whole space. Mm -hmm. But we're seeing more and more in that retail of wanting to understand, you know, the complete customer journey. Um, and where the pain points are and where, you know, where the product needs to be and where the customer needs to find it. So two questions. Um, one, when are we going to get to the point that we can track customer intent? That's my first question, because that, <laughs> that's the one area that's like, if you think about being able to mirror what happens with e-commerce data, it's like if we can track and understand browsing data and like yeah. interest and intent, the opportunity of that is is so um, it's so great. Yeah, we're, we're not quite there with, you know, on the e-commerce metrics of being able to go, okay, well, somebody hovered over this section or put this in their cart and, or they, they spend a certain amount of time on this page and then navigated to this page. We're not quite there yet. Um, what I will say is we, we can make some, uh, some analytic information or pull some analytic information around, you know, trends of where the customer is and where they're going and what they're looking at, right? So our sensor also, you can tell what, where someone's head's looking. Um, so you can be able to say, okay, so someone is looking at this section. So maybe they do have an intent to, to purchase or, or understand that product or understand that marketing. Um, are we at the same dialed in uh, match? Absolutely not. Uh, but I still mm -hmm. think that we continue to push um, in that direction. The unique part about our product also too is it's AI based, right? So it is learning, you know, um, with all sorts of sample sets to, you know, what is a customer? How do we tell that it's a customer? You know, what can we also do for other metrics? Maybe, you know, down the road object detection. So somebody carrying something with them, what specifically are they carrying with them? Um, all sorts of these things. Um, what I will say is we do have partners that take in our, you know, information and then other data information. So maybe Wi-Fi or Bluetooth pinging or something along those lines. So they can understand some, some mobile interactions, right? So what have you done from a mobile piece? Maybe I offer up something that you've had because you've gone on our e-commerce website or you've been, you know, the, there's some sort of digital marketing that we can serve up to you. So there are some, some tie-ins there as well, but the t intent one's a good one. Uh, I think we, we've got a little ways to go, but. Yeah, whoever gets that one has got the special sauce for sure. Um, but so that was going to be my next question, just to talk to the audience about how you're collecting data. Is it through camera vision? Is it through 
uh, you know, pinging your cell phone. And I mean, obviously there's, there's been some complexities around that as. I think, I think there's a number of different ways the industry is doing it. Um, from our perspective, right? We are an optical product, but we aren't a camera. So we're not a CCTV. I can't tell that it's Melissa. I can't tell that it's Nick. Um, and it's really a GDPR compliant product, right? So privacy is a big uh, deal for us. So really at the sensor level, you're taking in all of this information and that's pushed out to, to our partners from a metadata perspective. So what does that mean? Essentially no live video is leaving the sensor. All of this is processed at the sensor level and then provided out to an analytics dashboard, which you know, as a retailer, you would see that as, oh, cool. I you know, understand gender here or, or this amount of time here or hey, this is what our conversion rate is because we know the individuals versus uh, that came in versus you know who purchased. Uh, so you understand all of these great data points, but you don't need to worry about you know uh, privacy concerns or or issues um, and mm -hmm. with our, our product specifically. So yeah, so what have been some of the learnings? Like any surprises? Anything you know as you've been digging in? As you're saying, this is AI, right? So you're always learning. The more information you're getting, the more you're learning. Um, any surprises about consumer behavior and, and how that you've been able to inform your clients? I, mean, I think consumer behaviors have shifted quite a bit, right? If we went before COVID, um, you know, I think a consumer behavior might have been a little bit different than it is, you know, during COVID or post COVID or whatever period we're saying it is now. Um, so consumer behaviors have changed because the, the retailers have provided uh, different opportunities for you to purchase, right? So you can do curbside, you can do pick up in store, you can kind of procure product much easier than before. But what have we seen, right? What we've been put in more locations and what we've seen is a lot of the behaviors of the customer are different because of the way that you now can procure product, right? So, so maybe areas in a space that were, you know, heavily navigated at one point are no longer heavily navigated. Maybe you're not getting as many people past the threshold because we're bringing the product out to your curb. Um, so we're understanding that. We're also understanding that that line queues are still not a fun thing for a customer, right? So they want self-checkout. They want to understand how to get the product faster. They want to be wrung out and get on you know, with, with other shopping or move on with what they've got in their daily life. So all of those data points are, are very important. Um, and, and I think that helps, you know, the merchandising teams at retail levels, so that helps the store teams at retail levels um, and all sorts of, you know, things. But it, what we're seeing is the customer experience keeps getting better by getting more of this data in. And that's really what retailers are after. So, yeah, I think this information around, you know, using mobile payments is so um, important to retailers um, and brands because there's been, you know, we've been so behind as, as far as adoption and obviously that's been accelerated through COVID. And so, you know, what kind of insights or what do you, what does that mean about the opportunity to rethink the checkout experience um, in store? It's no longer this monolithic moment. Is it, is it, is it, are you seeing gravitation to just kind of check out in the moment where you are? Are people just creating more self-checkout lanes? Like what, what trends are you seeing? I think it's a mix between self-checkout and the still the, you know, the cashier experience, right? But but how do you make both better, right? So with our product, um, you know, we're, we're used in certain areas from self-checkout to be able to really call someone to the register quicker, right? So saying, hey, this register is available because there's no individual there, they've left this kind of zone. So you're able to easily do that. But then there's also, you know, how long is a customer going through a cashier experience? 
And, you know, do you need more cashiers in the space? Do you need to develop more cashiers to ring out uh, the individual? So I think as far as the customer experience, I think it's an ever, it's ever evolving right now. Forms of payment are too, you know, I think that's evolved quite a bit too, right? You now have Apple Pay, you've got other ways of paying right there that speed up the transaction, right? But, but I think what we're looking at is how do you get the, the perfect customer experience um, and really the perfect customer experience includes checkout, right? So how do you make that speedy, efficient, and also appropriate to what you're selling or what you have in the space? No, absolutely. I think a lot of people underestimate that it's just the next level of the relationship starting when you get to checkout. It's not, yeah. so it is, a, is it a key moment for sure. People will, those moments at the end are the, the moments people remember more than you think. I was going to add, you know, I think this is some years ago, but I, I worked for a shoe company and, and we were like, Hey, we want to, you know, we don't want a cash register. Right. And for the shoe mm-hmm. experience that becomes sometimes challenging, right? Because you're, maybe someone's buying five boxes of shoes and you're trying to do that on the floor. And then, you know, how do you get that in bags if they want that, you know, so, be, so I think it's, I think it's understanding where your pain points are, but then what is the customer looking for and really pulling that that together and, and having the best experience for the customer at the end of the purchase. So so with all the information you're collecting, we talk about checkout. What else? What are what are your recommendations? What should brands and retailers be doing as they're thinking through their in-store experience to create a positive experience that um, retains customer and builds customer loyalty? Well, I think it, I think it all goes to the development of the space, right? So starting out of you know of the gate, if you're developing a space, really understand what your customer is looking at and what what you're going to merchandise and how you're going to merchandise it. So, so if you're developing the space and you want to have you know a different experience than maybe they have at other retailers, really understand what that experience could look like and if it could be efficient or effective or or influential, right? So you can you can do that with all sorts of data sets with the, you know, a pilot store or something along those lines. But if you have a fleet of, of stores already, right? It's really understanding, you know, what is the customer coming to the space for, right? It, especially if you have an e-commerce storefront as well, right? You know, are they coming for uh, that immediate gratification, you know, and, and how do you provide that immediate gratification in the right way? That, that could be simple things that maybe, you know, I have the right stock. I know the individuals are coming in, so I need to have the right inventory, right? Which is kind of an age-old retail problem. Um, or it could be, hey, I, I need the right amount of staff or I need the right amount of staff to touch these points, right? So I have fitting rooms. Is there anyone there to let people in to actually allow them to be able to try something on? I don't I don't know the answer to that. Maybe, maybe having analytics would help you solve that. Um, and retailers, you know, I think I think the biggest thing is really understanding, you know, how we evolve the experience and what the customer is looking for. So, so all those pain points, understanding them, understanding your customer, understanding what he or she is looking for, um, and, and how to provide that to them in a brick and mortar space is is important. Um, and I think how does technology play into that, right? So, are you providing them? better ways, more options to buy, more options of how to buy, um, and how does that all work in, you know, in one space? What are your predictions as we talk about the future, knowing all this information? How are brands and retailers going to, you know, what's going to evolve? How's the 
the store associate going to evolve in your mind, right? Um, is there more automation that brands and retailers are going to be investing in? Like, how how do we take these insights, still make it a human experience, but optimize it in the future? I think we're going to give the retail associate a lot more tools, right? We'll get we'll give them data and, and simple data to digest, so that way they can actually action against it. Um, so understanding, hey, there are more individuals in this space. Hey, they are looking at this. Um, they do want this. They they wanted the ability to to buy this in, a, in a, an easy way, and then providing those tools to the sales associate or to the management team within that physical location, so that they can act and and be able to provide the the utmost customer experience. Right. I think sometimes right now there's there's different levels of touch points that make the customers experience broken, right? You might get a piece of marketing on your mobile and then you go to the space and find out that, that that's not available. Or you might see something on e-com and, and go, okay, well, that product's not actually available in this brick and mortar space. So I think it will keep evolving, right? And, and I think there's a variety of different technologies that will allow that to be a smoother experience. Um, because as a customer, you really just want to be able to procure something at that moment, right? Or, and you, you don't care if it's, you know, out of space online, if it's off my mobile on a laptop, if it's, you know, me going up to the cash register, what you want to be able to do is go and say, hey, I had a good experience there. I want to come back, right? Whether, you know, at any of those points. And I think where retail is going to continue to evolve is pushing further so that all of those things are integrated so that the customer experience doesn't break at any one point, right? Um, and I think lessening those pain points on retail will make it more exciting for the customer. No, absolutely. I think there's a lot of opportunities and the only way we figure them out is through these insights. And I, I do think it's a, um, it's a collaborative approach of the quantitative data that, you know, Zovis, like company like yours provides and the qualitative. And that's why the, the elevation of the store associate is so important, not only just putting information in their hands, but valuing the information that they have to share back to yeah. Um, and I'm yeah, like, do you ever, because it'd be interesting in a platform even to be able to pull those two sources of information together, the qualitative and the quantitative and, 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 um, give recommendations back from there. Yeah. I mean, we do have partners that we're working with, right. That do provide all sorts of, of data points, right. I, I think what we find from a retail perspective, right. More data is better, right. But what I, what I always caution is, yes, it's great, but if you don't do anything with the data or you don't know how to read the data, it's kind of, exactly. it, it's, it's, it's meaningless, right? It's not going to be helpful to how you do it. So, so I think there is all, always in a consultive approach, right, of, hey, this is why this data point matters. This is how it, how it should be read or could be read. Um, that could be beneficial to how you drive your business or drive your, your team mm -hmm. to drive the business. Um, and, and the great part about retail too is there's a lot of great uh, teams, right? And they, so they come to you and say, hey, I want this data. And the reason why I want this data is because this is how we look at our customer, right? And this is how our customer navigates our space. And so that helps us to also build tools for them to be able to evaluate deeper within those, those points. So, so the great part is also too, you can pull a wide variety of data from our sensors and, and kind of carve it up into different ways of how you would see it in a, in a dashboard. Um, and I think that uh, that that's the exciting part about our product, right? It's not just a turnkey dashboard. You can make it all sorts of different solutions and, and analytics that help you drive your business as as you see it. 
No, that is because it's not a cookie cutter approach and each brand is at a different trajectory, had just different complexities. And is there a minimum square footage um, where you guys feel that you could be effective or kind of run no, the gamut? I think, that, I think that's a great part about um, our product, right? Is that we, we can be in, you know, the corner store, the convenience store, you know, like a, a small area with one sensor, understanding threshold and understanding some other analytics all the way up to, you know, thousands of square feet and big box, you know, with full coverage of, of the space, understanding the full customer journey. So I think that's the exciting part about our product is it, it, it fits a wide variety of different use cases. No, absolutely. So um, my last question, I guess, and I kind of hinted at it when I said, when can we get intent? But um, for Zovitz, what, what's your, you know, anything you could share? What's your roadmap? What do you, you know, anything coming up um, that is going to be additive to this, the solutions that you provide? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we, we divide, we're creating new products every day, right? But the great part about our, our product is, that we're also developing the firmware, right? So, so the firmware on our product keeps evolving, which is great for our old customers and our new customers, because they're able to get the latest and greatest on the hardware that they already have installed or will have installed, right? So, so what we keep on doing is is evolving. You know what what we're able to capture, what data sets we're able to provide, and how we provide that data, right? So, I touched upon a little bit of this. We can kind of see, hey, an individual's looking certain places, but tomorrow it might be object detection right i can tell that you have a certain thing or you're pulling a certain thing or, or something along that to you know really unique identifier numbers right so i can really understand who you are and maybe if you come certain different times or whatnot i might be able to identify that you know these are forward you know thinking initiatives but but also things that we can some are some of them are not too forward right then and, and can be done and can provide uh you know really nice analytics to to what you're trying to accomplish so um yeah we, we continue to invest in our hardware and and how you know how we evolve our hardware that we already have out in the market great well i think you always have to be learning and iterating and um the consumer is changing so quickly so um your solution needs to be adapting and evolving as well right in order to be providing um, valuable insights and tools to your to your brand parse, brand and retail partners. Really, um, anything we didn't cover? I'm trying to think. I, I feel like we've had a good conversation, kind of where you guys are at today, what you're providing from people flow and store occupancy analytics and visitor demographics, and kind of the insights that you've learned and where there's opportunities for brand and retailers when it comes to optimizing the store experience, and then potentially how we're going to evolve into, into the future. Um, if there's one thing you want to leave with the audience, what is that? I, I think the, the beginning of the comment you just made about, you know, us staying, you know, in touch, we, we always are working with, you know, people to understand where, what they're looking for and how they're looking for it. And I think that continues to evolve our product and help, you know, uh, our customers and then help, you know, really at the end of the day, the, the average retail customer right so um we'll continue to do that and and i appreciate the time chatting around all of this and it's been great to to share what we're working on and how we're working on it yeah no absolutely again everybody this was nick Deliani. he's the director of retail at zovis north america appreciate the time you took with us to, to speak through kind of the opportunities of, of always learning and how you, you can utilize that to optimize your store experience. And we'll be watching to see what you continue to roll out and um, how you continue to help the industry. So thanks so much for being with us.